Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey everybody, welcome into this edition of The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, Registered Investment Advisor and all-around good dude at O'Brien and Associates. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Excited about the show today and looking forward to talking about these things. Yeah, this man. This is some stuff that we've uh, we've experienced lately with a this little bit. risk term. <laughs> yeah, types of risk yeah. is on the docket today. And yeah. 2020 has not been shy about risk. Uh, oh, for man. In all walks of life, right? We've had killer bees and all kinds of... Uh, Yeah, murder hornets hornets and meth crocodiles. Yeah. 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 You saw the meth crocodiles, right? I did not. You did not. (laughs) You did not. not. Oh, no. Yes. That's funny. Yes. uh, I think in Louisiana, Florida, some areas like that, meth crocodiles... So scientists have said that the the, the crocs that they study, right, you know, uh, are showing abnormally uh, amounts of of aggression, and they believe it's due to raised elevations of meth traces in the water. So you're flushing your mess, and you're making the crocs mad. Good job. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm not we even can kidding. Killer Crocs. Yeah, yeah I'm not even kidding. That's actually oh my a thing. goodness, yeah, that's so, nuts. Yeah. So <laughs> that if you had that nuts. on your, if you had that on your 2020 <laughs> bingo card, folks, you you may be one step closer to winning bingo. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we're glad to have you guys here. We are going to talk types of risk, and as I mentioned, you know, 2020 has certainly thrown a lot of things at us to be uh, worried about from a risk standpoint. And on that note, you are uh, another week or two away from uh, being better, feeling feeling fine. You felt fine the whole time, but yeah, all good. Yeah. No, absolutely great. Great, feeling fantastic, no issues at all. Fantastic, so, good, yeah. good to hear. Yeah. Well, let's jump yeah. in and talk about types of risk. Let's kick it off with the big daddy, uh, the granddaddy of them all, if you will, when it comes to the financial side. And that w- I think when you people say risk and you're financially speaking, they immediately go market, right? Market risk, yeah. that's what yeah. you're talking about. There's a lot of other ones, and we're going to get to those, but let's go ahead and start with market risk. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is this is the big one. This is the one that people think about all the time when they talk, when you talk about risk with me anyway, because sure. that's what we're dealing with. That's what with, we do. You yeah. Know? yeah, that's what we do. So nobody knew about the pandemic. Nobody knew about the you know housing markets and all of that stuff ahead of time. All these things that happen over time, these are big market risks that cause a lot of volatility. And the thing that you know, I really want people to understand is there's no way you can know that thing, know that stuff ahead of time. You can control volatility mm-hmm. to some extent, but you can't know and eliminate market risk if you are investing in the market. I don't care what the advertisement tells you or what somebody says, there's no way you can eliminate risk. And so I think people think for themselves that they can figure it out. Okay. okay, because no, of fair enough, yeah. because of the technology, because of access to all kinds of information, you know, you, you can really do a ton of research. Yeah. I can yourself. beautiful mind it and, and make myself yeah. a millionaire, right? And and make this where it's no risk, basically, or very little risk at all with that. And so, the thing that I want all of our listeners to understand is a good way to understand what market risk is when you yourself, when you factor in all the news. All the information that you can, everything out there that you can factor in, all of these things, you factor in also all the things that you think could possibly happen. Guess what's left over? Okay, what? Market risk. Oh, Okay, so it's all of this stuff that you factor in. 
is you know it's there and and, and everybody and, else is and doing you, that. as i say and usually you're going to be a, as the saying goes a day late and a dollar short by the that's time, right yeah it's no, old news by the time we get is. it it is that's correct and so you know all of these things everyone is doing the same thing that you're doing they're trying to factor it in as well and right. they're making buying and selling decisions based on that so the, you know what's left over is what market risk is you okay. can't stop it from happening. It's there, but you can control that volatility. And that's where you work with your financial advisor and yep. let them help you understand how they do that through portfolio design. And it's going to be there. So I want I want you to keep this in mind, folks, as you're listening. I want you to kind of frame it this way. These types of risks that we're talking about, they are going to exist no matter what happens through your retirement journey? Okay, so let's let's whether you're a pre-retiree and you're my age at 49, or you know you're Nathan's age at 106, you know whatever the case is, you know. <laughs> Thanks kidding. a lot. <laughs> you always you always pick on me saying I'm since I'm older, so I wanted no. to get even with you. Uh, but no, in general, I'll frame it that way and think about the fact that no matter how long your retirement is, whether it's 10 years or 40 years. These types of risk you're going to be exposed to, and market risk is going to be one of those because you do need to keep up with uh, inflation, which is also on our list, and we're going to get to that in just a second. But you, so you're going to have to have some exposure to the market uh, in yes. order to do that. So let's yeah. go to number two: in interest rate risk. Yeah, obviously, right now everybody's getting, you know, everybody's been getting hit up by the bank <laughs> saying, "Hey, refinance and all yeah. this kind of stuff." Well, which that's good, you sure, know. I mean, yeah. interest rates being low are really good, and, and that can help with things. It's not necessarily good super long term, but We've had them low for yeah, yeah. 10 years, you know, so um, it hasn't really had a tremendous negative impact on our economy. So uh, with that, so, I mean, I think that's part of what we're dealing with now, but the way that it can impact you as an investor, which is who we're dealing with on okay. a daily basis is, is bonds, you know, bond yes. returns and values work inversely with that. So as interest rates do start to tick back up because they're basically at zero with federal reserve right now. So, <laughs> so they kind of have to go, they up, have right? to go somewhere. Yeah. They can go negative. I We've suppose seen some that's true do yeah. that but but uh but at some point they're gonna have to come back up okay. so when they do that you have to be careful because when interest rates go up bond values go down so it can have a really inverse reaction on your portfolio value if you're really heavily weighted in bonds so if you yeah. if you have high interest bonds jump bonds is what we call them okay so bonds that are paying a really high interest, they're really long maturity dates, like 10, 15, 20 years, 30 years even for maturity dates on bonds. Those are risky. You can mm -hmm. actually have declines in the value of that money if interest rates tick back up. So that's why it's really important to go short-term, high-quality bonds. So anything five years or less typically is really good, really safe, really stable with that. You can still have a little decline uh, during interest rate increases if it's a large like 1% increase or something like that. But typically that doesn't happen. They're usually raising interest rates by a quarter of a percent mm -hmm. as gotcha. they come back up. Okay. And so um, it's something to be aware of and understand, you know, because I, I am unfortunately starting to see people again that come in that are wanting us to review their portfolios and see what they have. And I'm starting to see uh, some more long term bonds in people's allocations, uh, okay, you know, yeah. so because there was a window there last year where they were doing good, you know, they were making in 2019, they made a good rate of return. So a lot of people bought them because of that past performance. Gotcha. They bought it. They don't realize what the risk is now with that type of 
um, investment that okay. they have. So be careful. But yeah, definitely be careful. All right, so that's yep. that's uh, type number two. Number three, I mentioned, I alluded to it. We're going to get to that one. So inflation risk. Yeah. You know, the obviously. The silent killer. The silent killer. You know, yeah. again, so I said, frame this again when you're listening to our conversation that, you know, over the course of your retirement, yeah. what does inflation do to you? It just sits there and chips away. Just it kidding. does. Just do, yes, do, do, and... Do, do, do. and Think about this. I mean, you you retire at 65, mm-hmm. okay, and average life expectancy, let's say 20 years, so 85, mm-hmm. okay? So um, you have a Social Security check. Let's say it's two grand a month, all right? It's going to have some inflationary adjustments on there. But what also goes up, Mark? I mean, you, you know this, I think. Do you know what, what goes up that's a drag on your Social Security? Uh, yeah, normally, yes, but now that you put me on the spot, you <laughs> sorry, me. it's Medicare. The, oh, Medicare, you know, yeah, yeah, was, your Medicare premiums. Thinking, uh, yeah, okay. So, yeah. so your your Social Security increases. They have those inflationary adjustments that they trigger every once in a while, yep. but then. You're going to have a Medicare increase on the premium as well, and typically, and typically what, the cola, my, yeah, gets absorbed yeah, by that. Like it my does. mom, I, I totally blanked on it, but yeah, my mom, the last time that she got a cola, she's like, "Well, it, what I got, you know, in bump, basically Medicare took away." Yeah, it yeah. does, and so that's that's what I hear from clients over long terms like that is, you know, basically when I look at my social security payment, it's the same, you know, right. it's not even really as much as it was. Uh, when, you know, after inflation, when I look at what it was 10 years ago. So if you don't have some other source of income that is increasing or outpacing inflation for you, then that's tough. That is really tough over your retirement to have a decreasing standard of living is what you're going to Well, and Nathan, if you're lucky enough to have a pension, they don't really have colas usually built into those anyway. No, 99% of them don't. So let's say you went on to mm -hmm. your pension in 2005, yeah. Uh, it's still the same in 2000, you know, in 2025, you know, yeah. that number, no, even though right. the cost of milk has gone up or, you know, so it on has. and so forth. Yeah. 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 That's right. So it's definitely more expensive. And we were talking about, you know, automobiles on the last show. I mean, mm-hmm. can you, the prices of cars now and trucks are ridiculous. You can, oh, yeah. I mean, a new truck is $67,000. Oh, yeah. Talking you know, with a gentleman that, so. not long ago who yeah. said that he bought a brand new 2019 truck that cost him more than his first house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, people my age, much younger than you, Mark, but Mm -hmm. people my (laughs) age and and (laughs) to get you back from the last show. I appreciate that. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so, I mean, you hear people talk about all the time, you know, I'll never pay seventy thousand dollars for a car well yeah you know, if you live long enough never you're say probably never. going to never say never as the saying <laughs> that's right goes. well that's right so inflation is definitely something that you have to factor in in retirement and in your retirement plan because it's going to be there it's going to happen we don't know exactly what the rates are going to be going forward but we can look back historically and kind of see what the averages have been and try to you know, make a good educated guess on that for your plan. All right. So type of risk number four, tax rate risk. So look, Mm. doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. It doesn't matter whatever you're, well, (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. When it comes to what's going to happen, somebody's paying the tax bill at some point. Right. Yes. So whether right. whether you want to be in the camp that says Trump's getting back in and will probably try to keep the taxes the same, you know, obviously through what it's initially set for or maybe longer or whatever, who knows, or whether or not the other side gets in, whether Biden gets in because he's already said that he's going to immediately make changes to it. Yes. 
Right. Even if it's not this election. And again, remember what I said earlier, folks, frame this over a long retirement. You're going to see more than just this election. You're going to see multiple administrations and with a 23 or $4 trillion, wherever we're at at this point, somebody's paying the bill, whether it's us or our kids or our grandkids, but someone or or, (laughs) China, Uh, don't see that one coming. But you know, again, tax risk is a huge component of the retirement plan. It is. And so you, as, as a retiree or as a future retiree, you need to be thinking about this when you're voting. Okay. And, and right now, all we can see is, you know, what Biden is saying and what Trump is saying. Okay. Neither one of those guys are perfect. They're both flawed tremendously and they both have <laughs> right. great ideas and stupid ideas. Yeah. Okay. Like, so, like any person in history. basically. That's right. That's right. Okay. So, but we know what Biden has said. We know what the what the laws are with Trump right now with the tax laws. So if you look at the average, you know, retiree, let's say that the average retiree makes 60 grand a year. Okay. okay? Married filing jointly 60 grand a year. Right now, under tax laws with Trump, on average, your effective tax rate's about six and a half percent because the standard deduction is twenty four grand a year. Mm-hmm. If you make sixty grand, you're paying a tax bill of about four thousand dollars a year. Three, it's it's thirty three hundred twenty five bucks a month on average. Okay. okay, and so is what you're paying. What Biden has said is he gonna, he's going to eliminate all of those changes that Trump has made. Right. Okay. Got reg- the I standard de- retrograde right. it right back to oh, where yeah, it was, back to what it was in 2015 or whatever. Yeah. So if you look back, you can look at what, you know, the tax rates were in 2015 and see everything that's going on at those times. And what we see is that the standard deduction for married filing jointly was not 24,000 like it is today. It was 12,000. Yeah. Okay. And also tax rate was, was about 3% higher for that person making 60,000 a year. So okay. it's right now it's 12%. It was 15, okay, okay right. for that for that couple making, you know, that. So you think 3%, that's not a big deal. Yeah, that's well, what like it lot. it doesn't sound like a lot, but what it equates to is instead of a 6% effective tax rate, you're at a 10 and a half percent effective tax rate and it's $200 more a month in taxes that you're having to pay. If on the same income and, Sixty thousand a year. That could make a big difference over a, again a longer term. Two hundred dollars a month is a lot. Is a yes, lot. People yeah. can you know people can go out to eat on that, or they can you know do whatever with that. But that's a lot of money that's extra that twenty four hundred dollars a year. It is, and yeah. that's consistent. So it's not you know pennies that we're talking about here. It is a big and deal, that's before and you even get into the corporate tax and what right. that will do to the industries, which then will also alter the stock market, which could affect your returns and so on and so forth. So there's just a that's lot right. of variables that play into that, right? There are. There are a lot of things. So you really need to think about that, especially, I mean, always when you're voting, no sure. matter if you're 20 or 60, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. You need to think about those things and understand how it impacts your take-home pay. I mean, that's just... That's a great point. Uh, a lot of times of we get motivated when we vote by by social issues. And obviously this year uh, we have massive social issues going oh, on. Yeah, but tremendous. but through through any election, if you really go back, you could go back to you know different administrations and different things that were happening at the time. There's, there's always a social component to an election. But what happens is that tends to dominate our thinking versus kind of thinking it through what's important to you. And, and, and maybe the social aspect is the most important, and that's why you're voting. 
But don't do yourself the disservice of ignoring the other components that will still affect your life. You know, so what you know, just bear those kinds of things in mind. I think whenever yeah. you go out to yeah. do, you know, to exercise your right. That's right. Um, okay. So then, now this last one here, Nathan, um, is what they call uh, what you guys call in the industry a risk multiplier. Yeah. And yeah. so th- the other four that we just mentioned: market risk, interest rate risk, inflation risk, tax rate risk, is all compounded by longevity risk. <laughs> and that's the scariest thing in my job. And it is the scariest thing. Now we are living longer, and they're yes. you know COVID yes. be darned. We're still right. living longer, and people. Uh, I actually just saw within the last couple of days of us doing this podcast. There's a little some scientists doing a little show, and they're estimating. You mentioned earlier, I think when we, when you got uh, on the segment, you mentioned average age of 85. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're saying by 2035, so just 15 years from now, they're saying 95 to 100 is completely attainable as the average age. So Man. let's say, and it's probably women. So let's go with women because they tend to live mm-hmm. longer than us. Yeah. So if the average woman now is living to 95, and the man and the man's 90, 91, 92, somewhere <laughs> in that neighborhood, you're talking. About 30 years, 30, 35 years. Well, more than that because yeah. people don't want to wait till 65 to retire. That's true, too. You know? So, yeah. and now you take, now that's compounding. So, just adding, just kind of explain this to folks a little bit. So, just adding five years to your retirement yeah. plan, yes. how much that alters the other risks, right? It's tremendous. So, yeah. if you if you don't understand this, I mean, it, it's simple math, okay? You, you know, if you use even 3% inflation, uh, if you start out in retirement, we were talking about $60,000 just a minute ago. Okay. So if you need 60000 in income to Annually. to meet your expenses, yeah, and, and okay. you and you have a 30-year retirement, you're going to need $125,000, $130,000 a year. By the end of that, by the last five years, basically, of your life, mm-hmm. you're going to need that much to have the same standard of living that you had when you retired. So more than double the income is going to be required. And during that entire 30 years, it's got to continue to increase. And and what did we say earlier, Nathan? Colas? They're not going up if you're on a pension. They're not. Social Security no, not. highly doubt that it goes up very much, right? I mean, that's right. So how do you? No, how are I you, mean, in reality, Mark, yeah. Social Security is going to be cut it by twenty five percent. So know, how for, do we? Yeah, how do we make up that ones, difference, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's got to be with the market. It's got to be mm-hmm. with investments. You've got to save. You've got to put back a significant portion. Of your income, and, <laughs> because nobody you know, wants to go to Walmart and work—that's for sure. You no, know, that's at, right. And not yeah. that that's bad, but I mean, you know, work wherever you need to if you need to. I mean, that's, well, you know, if you that's want perfect, to, but, and hopefully you don't right. need to. No, that's, that's, that's right. My and thought, so, anyway. I mean, that's what it comes down to: is that people end up having to go back to work and doing something yeah. that they really didn't plan on. Yeah, you know, so. Everyone can adapt just like, Mm -hmm. you know, we've done in the past, but your health may not allow you to do that or whatever, you know, so that's where people really get in a tough situation uh, with that. So you don't, you don't want to have to do that. Um, So plan in advance and you cannot start. I mean, you can, but man, if you start doing this at 55, that's tough. You know, it makes it tougher. It does. But it's it better to start really at 55 tough, than it is at 57. It is. That's right. You know, or it 59. So, <laughs> you know, start saving as early as you possibly can and get a plan. Get a plan in yeah. place because usually a financial plan, I mean, a good one, is going to factor in all of these risks that we have talked about and consider those things and make sure that you are on track. Yep. You know, and that's ultimately what it is. Best time to plant that tree is today. 
Yeah. So since you yeah. can't do it yesterday, so do it today. Well, I, great show. I really enjoyed chatting this, with you about this types of risk. Yeah, I mean, it's me too. we talk about them all the time. We mention risks pretty you know pretty regularly on the show, but really kind of breaking this down. Hopefully, this kind of helps folks think about it. Especially like I said, you take these these four these five different types of risk, and you you stretch it out over the course of your retirement journey. And how it can affect it, and then of it course, just like explodes a, the just explodes the yeah. changes that it yeah. makes. Yeah, and that yeah. number five, that longevity risk, uh, really just multiplying it. And and you know, you could be one of those people like me who say, you know, I I'm not going to be around. My my health or whatever is going to check me out earlier. But you know, your loved one may, your loved one may wind up That's staying right. around a very long yeah. time. So you know, don't don't be too short sighted in that you know respect. So hopefully you enjoyed this. If you did, give us a subscribe on one of the apps that you might use for podcasting. Uh, follow us on Apple or Google or Spotify. Spotify or Nathan's Facebook page at O'Brien and Associates, or just you can find all of that. We make it real easy. It's all in one central location at thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. You can get in touch with Nathan if you have questions or concerns. It's the easiest way to just reach out to him, let him know. If you'd like an investor awareness guide, which is basically a complimentary uh, white paper report, or it's like 20 questions basically that you can go through and, and kind of take to help you uh, answer some of these things. And subscribe to the podcast so you can listen to past episodes as well as future so- episodes when they come out. And I think that's going to do it, my friend. I think I want to hop off of here. You uh, you have yourself a great week. Yeah, you will, too, man. I'll talk you to you too. soon, all right? Sounds good. We'll see you next time here, folks, on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Be safe, be sane. We'll see you next time. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.